Hold on one second. Okay, people are downstairs. So here we are with our debriefing. All, all we're doing is um, we captured, Minister Sam captured from different people their comments concerning um, things we might need to, not might, but things we need to address concerning the conservatory's first meeting, virtual and um, in person. So one thing was kids were a tad bit noisy running around. Um, the suggestion was to keep the kids in service up until teaching and identify one person to stay with the kids during that time. Alternate each Sunday, we'll bring tablets next Saturday. I completely agree. I think that's the best uh, method. Plus, we need to get our kids used to sitting in service. And I think this will be a good exercise for parents <laughs> to begin to teach their children how to sit in service again. And we have to know that kids are kids. We cannot expect them not to scream, stomp, fall out, run, scream. We just can't expect that not to happen. But what we should also suggest is one of the roles of ushering is if a child is um, really um, out of control, just encourage the parent to take them into the bathroom for a few minutes where we can close the door and muffle the sound a little bit, um, calm them down or um, take them for a little walk outside for a few minutes. But then the, the, the thing with that is they may refuse to come back in. So <laughs> we know how kids are. So we, we're going to try a few things. But what I don't want to happen is for parents to feel like they can't bring them. So we are going to work around this. How do you guys feel about that? So um, that suggestion, we're going to do that. And I just want to add that one of the roles that the usher could play, one of the things that I saw, I should have put this on the list. Um, this might be something for the usher and the greeter since those, those positions are going to kind of interchange. Um, like if Felicia's not there, it'll probably end up being uh, Minister Varuva. If Minister Varuva's not there one Sunday, it'll probably end up being Minister Felicia. So I hope that's okay. And I want to hear from you while we're talking about this, because we had a couple of kids not pointing out anybody for any other reason than to make this point. We had a couple of kids that made a mad dash and did a little swirly dance in the middle of the um, service. So the ushers should be able to catch that. They should be able to block, not pull, not yank, not, but literally block the pathway. So we want to make sure we're doing that and, or give the look. Because we have parents that are going to be handling the audio. So we're really going to need all hands on deck with helping the children, because we don't want to have to pull um, parents down from all the way up top, keep coming back down. So it's going to be our responsibility to help out in that area, okay? So, Varuva, go ahead. Um, good evening, everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to say that um, I, I, I would say we were doing our best. One of the challenges, I think, with um, trying to keep the kids um, from running out or uh, making a lot of noise 
is that when they're not familiar with you, it almost agitates them more to have you try to stop them. And that's one of the things that I encountered. They would be willing to, um, to comply for a little bit, but then after a while, it was like they were just, they would get agitated. Um, so that, that's one of the challenges that I found. Um, and I don't want to, I definitely don't want to force myself, you know, having to try to restrain a child um, in this situation because then they get loud and then, you know, start crying and things. So um, I'm not sure what the workaround for that, but I did also want to oh, mention, oh. Well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, those kinds of things we have to build out over time. The more consistent we are, like in six weeks, they'll know you. You know, so first okay. meetings, we just have to kind of fumble through it. If they slip through and do a twirl, let them do the twirl. We don't pull them out or they won't stay there. I mean, you know, most of them will will bow, be center stage and then go on about their business, which is what happens. So we have to be OK with that happening. And um, if it happens, because we don't want I don't want to be running around <laughs> you know, getting a kid either. So um, another option that we have thought about, but it's just an option, something I've put in my mind, I want to mention it to one person, we could do some type of um, screen over that little entrance, you know, one of those, um, I don't know, kind of like a shower rod with a cloth that comes down or something at some point, just a thought as a little barrier, because there are some distractions also with people coming in, or there's other things that like a partition, that's the word I'm using, a small partition, and that rolls or maybe moves that we can just put in a spot, slide over so that it can be a little barrier. That's doable at some point, but we can talk about that at another time. It's not something we're going to do this month, but it's definitely worth considering and researching from our um, perspective. But just know that with the kids, they have to get to know us. Um, looks generally work because we have good parents in our um, group. And so what I would suggest as far as one person staying with the kids, for the most part, I really encourage um, parents to alternate. If that, like, like Chanel has Eli. Um, Leonard's going to have, uh, listen, I just pray over my grandkids. Let me just say that he's going to have probably Stoney, Alvy, and Caden. And they, all he does is look cause he's so big. That'll probably work with, um, the other kids too, you know, a little bit, but I just want to, I'm just sitting at the door, not really, you know, and we walking through and looking but making sure also we know which kids need to go. We don't want to be taking people's kids to the bathroom. Most of them are big enough to go on their own. And, um, you know, so we can alternate a little bit. And, and so I think it'll be okay over time. And so just use wisdom. Um, if you can block standing in, in Standing in the way of a kid and let them run into your thigh is absolutely okay. <laughs> you know, so that, you know, bounce a little bit and then catch. We can do little things like that, but, you know, nobody's expecting folks to grab and lay hands and all of that on a child. 
and we'll make sure that we come up with just some basic stuff because what we're doing right now is so um, generic and basic, but we will have to have guidelines eventually. And we will have to move into that realm of probably all of us having some kind of um, background check just to have on record. And so in person. So I hope that answers your question a little bit. And that's for you and Felicia, just eyeballing, being aware, even if you can't respond to everything that happens. Because I noticed that um, Felicia, for most of the service, she was in the, in the lobby area. And I want to let you know that that's fine if that's what you want to do. It's just you, so it's okay if that's a choice that you decide. I'm just going to sit here because people are coming in and out. It's okay. Um, but if you do want to come in and sit, we can put a chair right inside the door or right behind that little, um, not right behind the screen, but in that area so you can sit there as well. So Felicia, um, go ahead, Veruva, and finish. Um, just the other thing that I was going to say, I'm not sure if she mentioned to anyone else, but Chanel did say to me that she would have some more activities um, this coming Saturday. Okay. Um, what she said to me was that she would be more prepared this Saturday. So, um, but I didn't know if she mentioned that to anyone else. Um, she didn't to me and we can put a note there. Okay. And um, maybe we can just put a pen in that and see, because I know her schedule is really kind of crazy right now. But I think uh -huh. observing her and seeing what she has um, will give us some ideas of things we can do as well. And, and, um, and the other thing, too, is recognizing that, I don't know, kids that age generally can't be still longer than seven to ten minutes at a time anyway. We really can't expect a whole lot from them. Now, my nine-year-old grandson should be doing a little better in that department, but unfortunately, he's more along the five- or six-year-old in the mobility department. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but we can, you know, so when they reach around 10, we don't really have to worry about this too much, for, except for my, my little grandkids. <laughs> Because they 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 need some guidance in that area, but um, I thought that's really good. So I'm glad. So Felicia, go ahead and share. Elvira, are you finished? Yes. Okay. Uh, good evening, good evening, everybody. Um, my suggestion would be, and I know you said a barrier, but it has like a curtain up. I think um uh, to keep like when guests come in, you know, to keep them from seeing the back or, but my um, advice would be, uh, could the gentleman like possibly install a door or something? Because kids going to be kids. I mean, three, four, five, six, seven, eight year olds, they going to talk, they going to, and if you make the least little sound, you can hear it from the back. I think the best thing is they may need like a door because I mean, Kids going to want to talk. They're going to want to play. They're going to want to, you know. And... Absolutely. I mean, there's the door uh -huh. part's not going to happen, though, because it's, okay. a it's a theater. And yeah. as we grow and as we move into, a, a, you know, because our next stage is a location. You know, mm -hmm. we're not going to be in this space that long. But the other mm -hmm. thing to consider, too, is that 
um, you can you can equip and prepare and train kids to behave. Mm-hmm. You can. It is possible. And we would rather be <laughs> that particular because if you can get kids, if you can't, I'm just going to be honest, if you can't discipline your kids now, my God. So we have to get to a point where we fill out, figure out, I'm not talking spankings if that's not your style. I do that, but I don't I don't put that on other people. I'll take mine out and we won't have no problem for the rest of the service. You know, so um, but I will say then I'm not going to let your kids see that. <laughs> I can't speak for my husband, but I'm just telling you how I am. I don't control him. I've learned that you can't control other people. So they might witness some things that this generation might consider traumatic <laughs> but hey just be prepared for that because i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it they know we love them we're not being people but we are disciplining them so just be aware of that and if you don't discipline that way then have a conversation before they come to the conservatory and let them know that that some people do discipline their kids they don't beat them but they do spank they do chastise. Have that conversation just like you have the no hitting one and the no touching one. Um, but I think it's an awesome opportunity to teach children how to be still. It's an off, uh, how to be quiet, how to be respectful. And if we're going to help one another in community, that has to be one of the things that uh, we recognize as a part of what we do within our community. And so um, I so agree, but, and I love the part about the partition, but because it's a theater and it's a creative event, there's no way he's building a door there. There's no way. And the noise don't really bother me unless it's high octave. And we can kind of filter some things sometimes um, if we need to, but let's do what we can over the next six months to try to um, mitigate. Um, There was a suggestion here that I want to read. Um, I like this. Let's see. Am I reading it? Suggesting? Yeah, I like the idea of keeping the kids in the service because if we're worshiping, that, that noise is going to just blend. I mean, it's not going to be as noticeable or as loud. Plus, they get to be a part of the worship. And then if we start teaching, this is what I got from it. If we start teaching at um, 1130, an hour is okay to have them in the back. We could probably maintain it for an hour. And that's the logic that I saw in that suggestion for whoever made it. And it was an excellent one. And uh, my only suggestion is the kids will probably um, need to, if, if at all possible, if they decide to sit on the steps, which I don't mind, it needs to be on the lower two or three. That's the only thing because we don't want nobody falling down those steps. And they're not, they're not steep in that sense, but we need to keep in mind that if we do bring the kids in and also we can't put the kids on the, on the, behind the pulpit because they'll start dancing and singing and having the, this is my show. Um, this is the Barbie fashion show. (laughs) So you can't blame them for taking center stage. So we want to keep them in the seats and on the step. And that little corner where Dr. K was held up, that's a good spot also. 
even if they're huddled in that little corner area with somebody eyeballing them with a few snacks. You know, we want to do, we can do that, that far left corner over there on the, on the bottom and those first couple of rows. So that's a suggestion as well. But again, trial and error, seeing what works best, um, seeing, and if somebody takes off and um, decides to, you know, have a baseball game in the middle of the service, we kind of let it play out and <laughs> just see what's next. <laughs> I know that's not ideal, but it's community and we want to love on those kids and we want to help them learn some disciplines. Listen, my kids knew how to sit still for four hours straight. I'm just telling you, it can be done. Not fear, but strategy. You guys okay with that? Go ahead, Minister Chiquita. No, I was I was just going to say, I love the part when they said that too, that they can stay in while we're worshiping because not, you know, they get to experience that too. Um, and just kind of reiterating everything you're saying, um, mm -hmm. I know it was different for a lot of the children coming in, but I just, I mean, just me personally, that doesn't, I, I'm, you know, around, I, I'm around young people all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it was kind of, they were excited. We all were excited. Mm -hmm, absolutely. <laughs> it was. It um, I loved it because when I walked in, they yeah, all took the back and started running up one by one, giving me yeah. a hug. That, but we want that. We don't. Yeah, we do. And that. even my daughter, my daughter was like, mm -hmm. mom, if I had known that, I would have planned something because, um, <laughs> My my daughter used to work with me when she was Amina. She's 14 now, but she would work with me with toddlers when she was eight years old, you know, and mm -hmm. so she just has a natural gift with working with, with just young people, you know, she just, they just gravitate towards her. So she understands all of that in the mix of, of, of everything. So um, I just love the idea that if they can stay there as much as possible, just to experience that. And I totally agree with you. They can learn. You know, my children, they did not, they weren't always like that, but they learn after a while. Because the ministry we were part of, they had some long services. But my children learned um, mm -hmm. to be there. And then I kept them occupied. But there were things that I tried to do to get them, draw a picture of what this is, or, you know, keep it connected to whatever the message was. But it was just exciting. I mean, that's the way Absolutely. I saw it. It was just like, whoo, people. <laughs> and, you know, and eventually, eventually we'll, we'll have little things for them to work on and offer time for them to share it with everybody, um, you know, before service starts or at the end of service, whatever they've created, whatever group project they worked on. Um, there's lots that we can do. It's not just babysitting. It's making them a part of what we're doing as well. And I want them to always feel welcome because some of them love coming and we don't want to kill that. It'll be fine. Again, listen, if I have to go go ghost and be quiet for a minute, we can do that. And we can um, edit that out or whatever later. But we really got to help. And I want to reiterate this. We really got to help um, our minister, Sam and Kevin because of the level of help that they're doing. He's playing and she's handling PowerPoints, video and things like that. And I so appreciate that. It never dawned on me 
that the um, laptop would be up top. I was thinking I'd just plug it up downstairs and hit my little clicker, but the laptop was in my van. It was not my van, but my truck. So, but we have one, it has nothing on it. It's strictly for the conservatory. Um, So that, and, and we have two clickers, they both work. I tested everything. I just didn't make it to to leave it there. It's PC though. And it has all the cables and everything. So we can try that and see how that goes. Cause I'm going to be using a PowerPoint pretty much every Sunday. Um, I think we got that down. So I like this that, okay. So the thing is, I want to, I'm going to take responsibility for this next one. No one knew we had refreshments. So the thing is, I have to give Jenna the announcements. It never crossed my mind because we generally do the announcements in the virtual group. We don't have to tell people about refreshments and coffee. So the only thing we need to do with the with the announcements is put at the top and, and Felicia, we need to work out a financial plan so that so that you can estimate how much money you're spending on refreshments so I can give that to you in advance. And I need to be able to take care of that on Saturday. So I'm going to ask you to um, save your receipts or take a picture, take a picture of your your receipts, text them to me or whatever. And, um, And whatever that budget is, or you can just tell me and we'll set that aside so you're not spending your own money on refreshments. Are you okay with that? Okay, I see you. I see you. That's my ass. Okay, because we can't have nobody spending their money like that. It's enough to get gas to get here, okay? And I know how that is. Over time, that's a lot of money. And I appreciate it. And I like, listen, it's better for Felicia to do that kind of stuff. I would have came up with these big giant donuts and it just would have been a mess. Cream filling. And (laughs) so I like this size. I like what you did. It was perfect. And it was just enough. And one of the things we could do too, if anything is left over, we could torture the parents by putting them things in a Ziploc and sending them with the kids <laughs> for their ride home. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so no one knew we had refreshments. So what, um, Jenna, on that on your announcement list and your folder, just write down. Um, there are two things that we could do. But I wanted to talk to Felicia about this real quick. I have those little stands, those plastic stands where you slide a sheet of paper in. And um, we could put it on the counter if there's room and it could say refreshments available. So that when people come in, they can see it. Or we can just laminate a sheet of paper that says refreshments available and get some um whatever that little gummy stuff is or whatever and just kind of let it hang off the counter if space is an issue so that when people come in they can see it so um then felicia whatever you think will work better because space wise what do you think um i have a question um Mm -hmm. as far as like um refreshments as far as like the donuts and everything I know you said something about um, like a, a tip jar. 
is that for like the coffee or is what what would that oh, be that's, for? That would be that would be for bottled water. Okay. That could be for bottled water and coffee. Okay. And but um, then like refreshments yeah. as far as like donuts and everything that that I would be. I think that's something we could provide. Okay. Yeah, that I don't mind mm -hmm. paying for that, but water and stuff like that goes so fast. And I don't think I mean the donuts what are like maybe. $17. Uh, how much did you spend this time? Uh -huh. Maybe like $3 a bag for oh, three that's bags. It. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay, <laughs> then let's bag. definitely tip for, let's do the tip jar for anything. We can just say this okay. is a tip jar, but definitely those oh. water. Okay. Because I don't know who bought the water. I think it was Minister Pam, but we've got to, we want to be, because that's why, one of the reasons why I didn't have Aruba, um, I haven't even collected the money from Peruva yet. I don't even know how much. But depending on what we take up on Sundays, that could take care of the refreshments and that could take care of the water if we need to reimburse. or And it keeps me from having the deposit stuff inside the um, bank account. I don't even know if I can do that. <laughs> so Peruva, correct me if, you know, you know, okay. She just told me how much. So what we got probably does need to be deposited inside the checking account. Um, but we can um, probably work it out where we take out money from that little, whatever that is, little cash that people give cash. And we can um, put that toward the following week or something like that. We'll work that out. But I think that would be a great idea. And Felicia, basically, um, I have no idea how to make a tip jar cute. It doesn't even have to be cute. It can just be a jar with tips, with a piece of tape going around it or whatever. I, I hope it's okay to ask you to come up with something. Maybe yes, a, ma I'll come up with something. Okay, okay. And, and can I make a suggestion? Um, is could we charge for like the coffee and the like the tea? Because uh, the yeah, water, we can. Is the main water, we can, water. we can. Okay. Let's get it. Let's okay. see what everybody else thinks, though. I like like fifty yes. cent or a dollar or something for a cup or something. Yeah, I we can know. do that. Okay, we can do that. But I want to see what everybody else thinks because some I know that um, and and ministries that I've been a part of, they just do that for the community that's coming in especially guests and we don't you know so the guests it's just like a courtesy and um for me if they're drinking four and five cups of coffee you know that's not gonna work but the first cup maybe is free because remember we're buying those little cup things so um yeah we just need to think about that because that can get expensive so I see why you're saying that. Let's get some feedback on that. Whoever wants to share in the chat or. Um... Oh, Varuba. <laughs> I love Varuba. Listen, this is good. She said, if we start charging, we got to keep change. Listen, that's a no for me. <laughs> that's more work. That means we got to have a money bag. We got to keep change. 
Um, but yes, we will need to have a petty cast drawer on hand. And I mean, really petty cash, really petty, like under 25 bucks, you know, something like that. We can just do, yeah, the tip jar can go for that. What we can do is encourage, let's just encourage people to do tips. Okay. Uh, let's just encourage people to do tips. How do you guys feel about that? Because people, yeah, people don't have money, which is quite common. Or resources, we don't want to put them, have them looking funny or feeling some kind of way. And then we can revisit this, but I want to make a note that Felicia made this suggestion because when we have events, let's say we're having a poetry night or we're having an arts event, everything's going to have a price tag and we will have a little bag. So we'll definitely do that. Um, are you okay with that, Felicia, for right now? Uh, yes, ma'am. The tip would be fine. Okay. Uh, my, one of my suggestions was uh, the cups that we, that I, I got the lid that go on the cups because I was like, we don't need no mess being oh made out. Oh my goodness. The lids, weren't, the lids weren't in those cups. No, ma- no ma'am. Oh uh, my goodness. They're here somewhere. Okay. A, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see any lids for the uh, cups that you had brought. And I had a bunch of stirrers, and they're all in my trunk. Yeah, now the the stirrers were in there, and the cups, but it had no lids. Uh, I had got some with some lids on them, and I was like, "Cause we don't need a mess." And that's why I was saying maybe like charge fifty cent or you know, just can we do this or coffee or like little petty change? I mean, it would be, but the tip I get well. It, I guess it could be trial and error this first time to see, you know, if a nice tip will come, you know, so we can afford other stuff. Let me, let me, let me see. Can you do me a favor? This is what mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to do. Um, mm-hmm. If you could um, just make a list of everything that you like, make a list of the, that we have coffee cups, that we have cups for coffee, cups for tea. We have mm-hmm. lids, we have stirrers. And if, if you want, you can just text it to me and I'll put it in one of these documents and whatever else, like napkins. And I have things still in my trunk that never made it with us because mm-hmm. we're going to need to know when we're about to run out and we're going to need to be aware of how much we use each Sunday. And so mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I, I mean, I know how to make that process works, work, but we need to start kind of keeping track of what we're using. That way we can monitor better what we're spending. Because I do I do know how many packed cups were in that pack that we had. So let's mm-hmm. say if we used 15 cups. And we can store, yes, we can store some of this on site where we are. Let's say we used, we probably used more than that. We probably used maybe 20 cups. So if there's only 25 cups left, we need to know that. <clears throat> so that we can make sure we have enough for the following, for the subsequent Sundays. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. So we basically, what I'm saying inventory. I'll need you to keep inventory and to, um, if we have a shared document, we can see when things are running low. And if you're out and about during the week, then we can, um, yes, absolutely. 
And as we pack up and leave for the day, we can just check off what we need so that we're not short. Because you bought water and you brought um, lids for the cups. Um, you brought the donuts. That's definitely not things you should be paying for. The ministry should be able to pay for that. And as much as we can do that, because we're moving in a direction where we need to have a good idea of what it costs us. And we can't do that if we're not keeping inventory. Um, so let's try to have something. I know today is Wednesday, but even if it's in a notebook, handwritten, we do need something for this um, Saturday. Are you okay with that? Yes, ma'am. All right. And um, Varuva, I know you're terribly, terribly busy with work and other things, but if you and Felicia could touch bases on what that looks like, that might help. Are you open to that? Okay. She said, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause we need to know every penny that's going into this venture. It will really help us at the end of the six months to be able to tell you what we spent and what we received. Um, yeah. So that's good. This is taking a little longer than I expected, but this is good. We've got to do it. So um, can we just put inventory somewhere on there as a note, Minister Sam? Mm -hmm. Inventory and Felicia. And that goes for um, what's underneath there. We're going to, coffee maker is an espresso. I don't even know what that is. Never even heard of an espresso. Um, not a Keurig. Okay, so, okay, so Minister Chiquita, thank you. All right. All right, all right. So does that mean we're not going to have coffee this weekend? Since that we- No, ma'am, we're going to have coffee. I okay okay we're gonna have coffee so let's skip let's skip that next one then since that's taken care of um setup breakdown was a tad bit chaotic supplies were all over the place we need labeled bins for easy access and stowaway so you have to tell me that see that goes in our supply list and i need to know what size bins or what that looks like and how many that because I'm just letting you know how my brain works. I don't know what that means. Because when I think of bins, I'm thinking craft supplies. And Apostle so, Teresa? Yes. This is Nalda. Um, hey, Nalda. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, I just so I wanted to uh, speak on the bins portion. I don't think that we would really have an idea until we know the spot that's set aside for us um, with uh, Pastor Judah. Ah, that's um, what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. storage bins. Storage bins for us. Because the thing about it, what, the issue that we were having is like, I pretty much stuck a lot of the things in like nooks and crannies, but it's going to, so when we're coming back in to take everything out, we're going to have to draw all those things out. But if we had storage bins, we could just pull the bins out. This one is for the kitchen. This one is for the back. And we don't have to pull everything out. It'd be easier for us to set up and easier for us to break down, but we can't really determine a size until we know what we have for us. We just, we put it back there anyway, but um, 
I don't know how much space we have because I remember he said that he was going to carve out a spot for us. But until we know how much space we really have, we won't know the size of the bin that we would need. Okay, I think um, uh, Apostle Pam, he gave us an idea. Okay. Um, I think he he showed us exactly the, the space. It was, I, don't, it, I mean, a, the corner and um, probably the depth of that. But um, I'm challenged in that area as far as measurements and math. So I have to see it. But um, you're talking about bins with the lids that are stackable. Yeah, and that we can put our name on it and um, we'll know that that belongs to us so that whenever we're breaking down, we can just put everything in there and then pull out as we need. So when we're like, let's say at a, at one thirty, when we're breaking everything down, we can just pull those bins out, put everything in there, and then we can just stow it away that way. And then when we need it, we just pull it out instead of having to go back and forth to go get this, go back, go get this, okay. go get back. It just takes up a lot of time. No problem. I totally agree with you. And so we'll make that happen. And but we need to go ahead and I need to go ahead and do something in regards to that. Would you do? I have a measuring tape, too. Okay, (laughs) we need to get something on point um, for this weekend. So we're not struggling like that. And so um, let me see. Can you um, Apostle Pam? Based on um, what Judah showed us, can you make a suggestion of the kind of bins? I mean, just screenshot something or send Sam a link to something that you feel like would would fit that space so we can look at it before we get off the um, thing or or pull it up on your computer, something you think would fit the space within the context of our conversation with Judah. Yes, I, I think I have one here that I use and I'll measure it and I'll, I'll um, send you pictures of what it looks like in a link. Okay. And how many you think we could get away with putting in that space? No, do you think we can do maybe three large stackable? I think it depends on the, um, on the sizing and what we want to uh separated with like if we're gonna just put everything in there i think we could get away with two if they're deep if we're gonna separate it by kitchen and by um like uh some other supplies like uh the sanitizer toilet paper tissue if we're gonna separate it in that then we could probably do they provide three. they provide toilet paper but we do i see what you mean like the box tissue if people are crying or things like that i understand right. and those boxes are probably about five to six inches in height. So, right. so we need a bin that would be able to maybe stack. Maybe yeah, put- so if if it's that gaping hole that we have, I think we could get away with maybe two because there's like it's it's deeper on the bottom, but it gets narrower on the top. Like he, it where the stairs are, it starts protruding towards the top. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't be able to get them even. The top, if we get like a third one, it would have to be a little bit smaller because it's more narrow as you go up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to see what I can do that we can have those by Saturday. And I'm okay with writing on those um, bins with a permanent marker. I think that would be fine because we'll need to put the scribal conservatory 
and we'll need to put, or or we can label them, whichever. But I'm going to ask that whoever is doing the organization, we're going to nominate Melba to kind of head that up, if you don't mind. If we need labels, just go ahead and get, and, and just, you know, even if it's a piece of paper, just, and we'll, uh, I have like that packing tape that could go around the top of the bin and cover that label. And then we can just lift the tape up and change it if we need to. So we can have um, that. I'm putting a note here to bring that packing tape and to bring, I have plenty of Sharpies. So I'll bring those Sharpies with me. And so we can have at least one or two Sharpies there. Would that work? Let me look. Okay, wonderful. All right, um, that's excellent feedback. How are we keeping track of visitor cards? I need somebody to come up with a plan for that. Um, um, Darlene, I know when it comes virtual, and this is where we're getting into some of the virtual stuff now. Thank you, Janice, Mashani, Minister Chiquita. Um, it's so important um, that we kind of see the downside of Facebook is that we can't capture any information. Um, I can set up the Bible study group to, I have a little um, extension that goes on my browser and I can ca capture people's addresses and phone numbers and things like that. And it goes directly into a Google spreadsheet. So I do that in the Scribal Prophets group. Everybody who joins, I capture all of their information and, it, and then I have um, a process where they, automation where they go directly into a mailing list. So um, we can do that for the Bible study group, but I didn't because I don't wanna discourage people from joining and sometimes asking them for their info. But the reason why we captured the people on Zoom and the reason why I use Zoom is simply because we get their name, their email address, we get their city, their state. We automatically know who's joining. It gives us summary reports. You can't get any of that with StreamYard. So we're losing a lot by um, moving to Facebook only. It might be more convenient, but from a building perspective and a ministry perspective, it's not really helping us. Does that make sense, you guys? Yes. So mostly I'm always thinking about the back end. I need people to invite to things and people don't see hardly any of the announcements in the Bible study or Facebook groups. And if you go live, people use fake names. There's not their real profile. You don't know who's really watching. So um, that's hurting us. That's gonna hurt us a lot. Um, the other thing that when we do StreamYard, it's a little learning curve if you've never done that before, because listen, I tested it out today and I just want to share this with you all. I know I'm deviating a little bit, but it does have to do with keeping track of visitors and visitor cards. By using StreamYard, um, literally, we have to do a lot of um, connections with Facebook groups, Facebook. Now, in my profile, but in order for people to use my StreamYard account, they have to know how to go in and do user authentication. So um, that means that you may have to open another app 
to get a code that allowed you to log in because of all the hacks and the trouble. So, which is another reason why I prefer Zoom. The problem with using Zoom on Facebook right now is that Facebook, um, Facebook requires you to it requires you to download an app into your group for the for using Zoom. But also the page when you're you have to configure the the Scribal Conservatory page to use Zoom, and so that those authentication pieces are extremely difficult. And it also prevents you from being able to log into my, I would literally have to give you my phone or give you my tablet in order to stream, in order for you to use StreamYard. Unless you know the program well enough that you can do it from your own profile. But the problem with that is if somebody gets angry with me, never speaks to me again, they can um, block their profile and all of our videos go down. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So Zoom gave us that safety net. And um, I don't know what else to say because on Saturday, for example, Chiquita's not going to be here. So I've got to figure out who's going to stream the service live. And literally, they're going to have to go live from their own page. Do you follow what I'm saying? You can't just go live from my account because I teach from my iPad. So I'm using my iPad unless we buy a whole nother iPad and I don't want to pay, you know, a couple thousand dollars for something that I'm only going to use on Saturdays. So we have a lot of challenges um, with that. I'm still thinking. Um, and literally, if you've never used StreamYard, let's just say if you're not comfortable with Instagram, um, if you're not comfortable with um, even Twitter, you know, it, it's, it makes it difficult to introduce concepts with StreamYard and, and with Zoom, really, because using Zoom and StreamYard are like night and day. They are not the same. And so um, in order to move into that realm, you have to have a next level knowledge. But Chiquita did an excellent job and we'll figure it out because streaming from your phone can be difficult as well. Because I don't use an Android. So if somebody's streaming from an Android, I can't troubleshoot if you run into a problem. And if you're not familiar with an iPhone, it's kind of the same thing. And if you don't know how to turn off your notifications, you're not comfortable turning off your notifications, we have a whole nother issue. I have yeah. no notifications that pop up on my phone or my iPad. I just don't, except for phone calls and text messages. But then you don't want people reading your personal messages on your phone. So we have a lot to consider and we're going to talk about that at the end. Um, but just keep those things in mind because it's not just an issue of the technology working or failing. It's an issue of um, capturing the information we need to grow, finding out who the people are that are listening, understanding your demographics and all of those kinds of things. So it's not just making sure people can access the um, service. So I'm going to throw that out there, which is why Zoom does work. Because you can log in Zoom in your own account, and all I have to do is make you co-host. Literally, that's it. And then you can run everything from your device, but you can't do it on a phone.
not not streaming like that. You can if you're a prophet LA. <laughs> Who knows what she's doing? But if that's not you, you need at least an iPad to be able to do that. Go ahead, Minister Chiquita. Yeah, I was just going to apologize because I know some people. I was streaming from my phone. I had my computer, but I had Zoom on my computer and I didn't want to close out. So that's why I, in my head, I'm like, I I wanted everyone to be able to see it. But Uh since uh we were having some with the sound, that's why I just went over there. And I had a little stand on my phone, um, but I wanted to capture right there. So I know the phone may not have been at the ideal place, but I also had to make sure it was near an outlet so that I can keep my phone powered up. Uh Um, You know, people can see, I do like that position, but I know some people have talked about that, that they may not, that there may have been some people standing, but I like—I do like that position because as Dr. K was speaking, it was a close-up view of her and I could pan it to the, the PowerPoint, you know, as she was speaking and pan it back. But I know that even <laughs> with that, there may have been, I think overall, that people could hear. People really wanted to be able to see and hear, but I know there was still some limitations with my phone. I, and I could have done it with my computer. I just didn't want to close out my computer because I was on Zoom on there and then I wanted to hurry up and get it started before the message started so people would be able to see it here. So I do know there was some issues. And then when some of the questions came up, it was hard for me to navigate my phone and make sure to answer those questions and make sure that I still had the phone um, on Dr. K as she was speaking. So I don't know if people knew that that was from my phone. So that's why you may have seen some movement and, you know, I think, you know, given the first meeting, I think you did fine. Um, I didn't even know about the sound issue until you, you know, you guys told me about it after after the fact. And um, we can, that can be fixed. I'm not even concerned about the sound issue. That was definitely a technical situation. And the other thing is we don't want people seeing the audience at all, really. We just want them to be able to see the speaker and to hear the speaker. It's not important who's in attendance. You know, um, the other thing too is that you can do it with your phone, but you have to know like Chiquita and Prophet LA and Prophet Andrea, what you're doing. We do have extension cords, but looking at the way everything is set up, we really cannot stretch that extension cord across the room. We have to be in that particular corner the only other option is where people generally are, which is where Sam and um, um, Kevin were positioned. When people are recording a play, that's where they're going to be. They're going to be up there. If they're playing a movie, they're going to be up there. But you can't put a third person up there and be comfortable. So we have to look at other options in regards to that as well. It's going to work out, um, but we have to, I think. One of the challenges that we have, I know I said we're going to talk about this at the end, but one of the main things is when we get in, it has it needs to be set up immediately, um, just like everything else is set up. It had we have to start troubleshooting all of that at the time at the time we arrive to set up. We can't wait until the time to speak for that to start. Sunday was special. But for those of us doing it now, that means that the virtual people, um, Janice, um, Mashani, Darlene, you all may have to log in at 
at uh, guests at 10 o'clock, not 10 o'clock, but I'm sorry, 11 o'clock our time. So that we have at least 30 minutes to be able to figure it out. And you all should already be, Darlene should already be um, the host or whoever is streaming is probably going to be the host. Whoever's streaming live is probably gonna end up having to be the host and making you all co-hosts as you come in. But the challenge here is you have to come in on time. You can't come at 1120. You can't come at 1125. You need to be there at 11 o'clock before everything starts so that the Zoom can be opened up, people can be placed in the waiting room and not allowed in the room until 1130. So one of you, and I want you guys to kind of figure this out um, between the two of you and Minister Chiquita, between the three of you and Minister Chiquita, because mm -hmm. she's going to be kind of the point person to organize it. And um, if I mean, what I mean organize is kind of get a flow where it's not chaotic on Sunday mornings. So let's say, um, let's say Darlene logs in first and Minister Chiquita is not able to be there until let's say 11.15. Well, Minister Darlene is gonna log in, not waiting for someone to let her in. She's gonna log in as the host. And then when you see Minister Chiquita, um, Prophet Mashani, um, Janice, if when you see them, you're gonna let them in and you're going to immediately assign Minister Chiquita as host or co-host or whatever. You know, we'll figure that out because I can, even the person that's streaming can be a co-host, the person that's doing the streaming. That way, if something goes wrong, you guys are still there and um, it can work out. The co-host and the host can all stream, but we need everybody to have those designations. And then you use that time before the call to um, troubleshoot. As far as questions, this is what needs to happen. This is what's going to have to happen. Um, if it's okay with, with you guys, we're probably gonna need to appoint someone else here locally to get, this, get the question screenshot. Take screenshots of the questions and if you have my number, I'm the one that's moderating the ministry as we go to the end and go into the place of um, asking questions, that's when all of those um, screenshots could be sent to me and I can open it up on my iPad and I could answer those questions. That way you're not trying to type questions, you're not trying to text them, you're not trying to do all of that. You can just screenshot the questions and upload them as a text. And so if one person who is virtual could do that by watching the chat, that would be perfect. Is that something you guys feel like you can do? Figure out who's responsible for sending those chats to me. And question, that's in the event that they're unable to answer the question, right? That's not every question that shows up in the chat. Absolutely. It's the difficult questions because literally you can mute the Zoom on your end and answer those questions for people. And there will be times that it will end for, for you guys online, but it may continue for us depending on what's happening. I'm completely okay with that. And also keep in mind 
that those questions can also be answered on Tuesday night. And remember also that if you're if we're going to be zooming, um, not zooming, but if we're going to be um, doing what we do on Facebook, Janice, Mashani, Minister Chiquita also have to monitor that chat and those conversations. You need to be booting people out if needed, correcting, aligning people that are asking questions that are just inappropriate. They need to be blocked or turned off. And in order to do that, I will have to make you all in the in the Bible study group, you'll have to be um, moderators. So you won't be able to randomly, you need to, you need to respond wherever you have moderation privileges, if that makes sense. So if you're posting in three different places, the chats are probably not simultaneous. I don't know, but they sometimes if you post on one page. The, the responses and questions are different. So that's why I often prefer for us to stream from one place. I love that Minister Chiquita streamed from the page. If she's going to stream from the page, that's where all of us need to be. You can share in other places, but we can make an announcement within the group and tell the online people, hey, um, we're answering questions over here or something like that. But just keep that in mind. There's a lot of logistics that doesn't have to work perfectly this coming Saturday, but those are all things for us to consider. But I think we agreed to do Facebook Live for right now and um, worry about the logistics when we're kind of calmed down in some of these other areas. Apostle, can I um, provide some insight on the sound? Yes. So um, long story short, every time we try to connect Zoom to the directly to the mixer so that we can get a direct audio line, Zoom froze. And what we had to do was get an interface so that the multiple channels from the mixer can be feeding to Zoom as one audio channel. Oh. And we ended up getting... Um, a clear audio feed, but by the time we did that, um, people had already left the Zoom to go to Facebook Live, and I still kept the Zoom on because we had visitors come onto the Zoom, mm. so we were able to stream from the Zoom. It was just by the time we got sound on there. Okay, um, <laughs> okay, okay. So based on that, based on that, Minister Sam. Do you think that problem will be resolved this Saturday? Yes, I'm I'm hoping so. Yes. I don't Okay. If that's the case, then we could still do the then we could do the Zoom. Or would you prefer What do you think? Should we do both? I prefer the Zoom because I believe it's more professional you get a clearer audio feed that and you don't get the kids crying in the background and people's comments I agree too. Noise and that stuff so I do prefer the zoom but I understand why Facebook live was necessary okay so if we do have to change this um then um we I mean we have the ability to reach out to our regular people and tell them that we're making some changes so if this works, I would prefer to stay with Zoom 
because it's more private and professional and we have more um, control over what's happening. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward that if the sound issue is resolved. Okay. Can and I ask one question? <laughs> As a virtual participant, yes. mm -hmm. will the device that is being that is being used to record the Zoom is this going to be recorded from the studio booth or is it going to be recorded from the perspective of where Chiquita was sitting? So um, one of the suggestions that I have on here is to set up that additional camera at the front. The reason why we were set up in the back is so that we could have a direct access to the mixer. Got it. The but reason we, why I ask is because the view from that perspective when people moved or adjusted, it made it challenging to see. Mm -hmm. But when, from the view where Chiquita was, everything was really good visually. So that's the only reason why I'm making the comment. You're right. Um, I noted that. So like when people stood up, you no longer saw the speaker because people stood in the aisles. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So Sam, being that you're speaking beyond my comprehension at this point, and I mean, I understand everything you're saying, but logistically, um, what you, what do you, what do you suggest? So I agree with the extra, with the extra camera up front. What do we need? What do I need to bring or purchase or what? So, um, Kev, there are some nails on that back wall. So Kevin thought about hanging the webcam so that you can get a better view, um, and then we also thought about just adding the camera from the same area where uh, Minister Chiquita was, because I, I did like that view. So I okay. think set up a camera there um, and either stream from a phone or another laptop or a tablet. But yeah, but that okay. it would be on to Zoom as a co-host. Okay, so um, let's see, because we've got what I'm going to do is I've got to find a person that can actually do the Zoom for us because Minister Kita is not going to be there. I can't remember who I put on the list right now. I'm so sorry. That was going to be Zooming live for us or doing that um, on Saturdays. I can't remember and I don't have the paper in front of me. Um, I have a note here. I'll have somebody doing that and assigned to it by Saturday. I think I already know who I'm going to ask when I'm asking them privately first. Um, let's see. And then I'm, I don't need a backup. All right. And let's see. Yeah. And they won't be moving around and easily distracted. So we'll be able to, um, fulfill that. So, okay. I think we're good with that right now. Um, Darlene, Minister Darlene, I know you're here but we may need to reach out to people via text and just let them know um, just a brief update. Um, we will still be, we will be attempting to use Zoom again on this Saturday. So please log in via Zoom. Would you be able to do that? Yes, I will probably send that text out tomorrow 
that way, that way I don't forget. Um, yeah, I'll definitely tell them uh, that we'll tr- we're going to try Zoom again Saturday. Okay, just let them know we're going to try Zoom again Saturday. Okay. And, um, that that Facebook will probably be our backup, and let okay. them know the technical issue we had has been addressed. Okay. Yeah, oh. real short, real, 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 as short as you can possibly make the announcement. Sure. Um. Big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we addressed the uh, leadership. Okay. So we have to talk about this. I know you guys, um, we did really good, but there's still some extra socializing going on locally. So when we get there, say hello and immediately just begin doing what you have to do. We don't have time for um conversations not related to setup because that time is so short i think scroll back up real quick i want to make sure i didn't just skip something oh we still didn't talk about the visitor cards so what i wanted to do with the cards that you had um real quick what i wanted to do was when people come i want them to put their name and their mailing address on the back of that card And all I have to do is get somebody to, um, you know, just put those cards in a little basket for me and I slap a stamp on them. But what's going to happen with with those cards is that my goal is to enter those addresses. We're not going to have a lot of visitors. So I'm looking at, I mean, at first. So I'm looking at filling out and sending and recording the address of people, maybe six or seven people you know, on over a weekend. I just want to be able to put a postage on there and say, thank you for coming on the, you know, write something on the other side. Just thank you for coming. So we're going to, at some point, have a better system. I don't want to, um, right now we don't have the ability to set up a place for people to type in their email address only. Or we can have them scan, um, do a little scan on one of the sheets we have. I could put something on the back and just have them um, fill it out electronically while they're sitting during the service. I don't want to have pen and paper or that kind of thing. I can do that with our current mailing list. So we'll get that. But for now, um, let's try to get them to fill out those little cards. We don't have to capture their email addresses right now as long as we have their mailing address. Maybe I can figure out another way to reach out, but we do want to ask them how they found us, what made them come, how did they hear about it or whatever. We want to do that. So for right now, as much as a priority that is, it's just not a priority right now. That's something we can figure out as we get closer to the end of the month. So I'm just going to put that on the back burner. Who will do the welcome and announcements in the absence of Jenna? So... I know for sure that if we don't have anybody to do the welcome and the announcements, there are many of us that are there and we may have to all um, kind of fill in. If Jenna's not there to facilitate or MC the service, I'll probably do it myself. It'll probably go a lot. It'll probably be condensed into one um, announcement, you know, and we probably won't have all the things she's doing. But we'll definitely do that. I'll do that myself, but I would like for Nalda to be the backup for that. 
And if Annex is able to come regular, I want to pull her in on that as well. She would be excellent. So um, second backup is Annex. And last minute situation, it'll be me. Because I can improvise without that being an issue. Okay. So yeah, so we'll do that. That's an excellent question. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And just kind of observe how Jenna does things. And, you know, we can kind of um, be creative in what it is you have to do. I don't have a how to be or anything like that. Just be creative. Just don't be boring and um, unanimated and unfriendly and looking scared. We don't want that. So leaders should limit socializing. That just means... Like at, when we got ready to, one of the problems we had this past um, weekend was it when we got ready, when I mentioned, hey, everybody, we need to begin breaking down. Everyone should have been not looking to say hello, not looking to hug people. Not, I mean, literally, we should have just gone to our respective places and did what we had to do to help. If we're finished packing up, Go and help and see what someone else may need help with so we can get out there. And you can tell them, it's good to see you. Let me finish packing up. I hope that you can come earlier um, next week and we can talk or just hit me up. And so we speak to the guests, but we don't need to have that kind of heavy socialization with one another because more than likely, we didn't do it this Saturday but more than likely, we're going to be doing activities, going to festivals, doing other stuff after the service is over. We may even walk right across the street and go to the Jurassic thing or whatever is happening over there. So just be open to um, hanging out if you can, you know, afterwards. That way you can hug and kiss and chit chat and talk for as short a period or as long a period as you like. But we've got to be able to um, clear out of there. So go ahead, Jenna. Your hand is up. Can't hear you. Can't okay, hear can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you, I think I already know the answer, but there are a lot of um, like concerts and summer festivals, you know, going on right now. So just so that everyone is clear, um, are you open or is everyone open to doing, you know, non-church? Oh, whatever. Music yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, if you don't mind, Jenna, I'm even open to you giving us some ideas of what's going on every month. We'll do. And you don't have to have my permission or my okay to plan something. If I okay. can't go, I can't go. I'm, I'm going to be driving separately. On okay. Saturdays, um, Leonard's going to drive or either Sharena's going to drive her vehicle. And okay. if Sharena's coming, she'll probably more than likely be back there with the kids because mm -hmm. she has Stoney and all of them. So and that she, when she was in, in church, that's all she did was children's ministry. She ran children's ministry. So that's her thing mm -hmm. is to um, do it, especially babies and the little kids. Gotcha. And so, and like, to every single day she's at the water park or something with the grandkids and they're always doing something. So 
Um, I just want to kind of ease you guys. If she, if she's not working, she'll probably be there helping us, and that'll make things um a lot a lot better. Got it. Okay. So um, and get with Varuba and maybe um maybe Sam for ideas because I know Varuba was planning something mm-hmm. for us to do virtually with everybody, but just for input. Nathan likes planning stuff like this too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't have to go. <laughs> you know and so with school I probably won't be able to do a lot and I know I don't want to one thing I don't want to do is go to a restaurant every single Saturday so mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing that so we're <laughs> going to do what everybody kind of wants to do. hey I can grab a hot dog at the festival you know mm-hmm. or just get something cold to drink as we're walking through but I'm very mm-hmm. happy to that so that means we may need people to bring a change of clothes or whatever so they can be comfortable after service and enjoy. Since Chiquita just gonna go and 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 show out on us while we just <laughs> yeah, I wrote it in the chat. I was like, y'all already know. I gotta check out the scene. Y'all know I'm getting ready for my transition. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I'm looking at apartments. I'm like over here. <laughs> Um, Apostle, yes, I want to clarify. Um, Saturdays, so the rest I forgot how many Saturdays is left this month. I'm sorry, I didn't look at a calendar, but I have to work the rest of this month. But August, I do have, um, I am believing God for a new job opportunity, Jesus' name, where I can be available on Saturdays if I can't be available every Saturday I'm going to communicate up front that I have to alternate Saturday okay so, so basically just, basically this Saturday and the rest of Saturdays of this month you won't be with us correct okay so that means that um when as Nalda moves out of worship that she's probably going to move right into the welcome no, I know I'm throwing you out there, but that's, listen, you can do it. You got this, Nalda. And so, Jenna, if you don't mind, or um, just make sure Nalda has the announcements. Okay. And I'll um, help her. We'll do it together so she's not overwhelmed. Am I supposed to, and I, that's something else I was not clear on, Um for this past Saturday, am I supposed to get like a text or email or is this just everything is, is in this Google doc? Everything is in the Google doc. And okay. also you see what Veruva posts inside the virtual group, her announcements that she posts. What is it? Is that her? No, that's the giving information, but okay. So don't worry about that. I'll make sure you have the correct announcements next time. Cause we didn't give any this time. Okay. But yeah, just welcome that- and just transition. And our announcements are going to be, don't forget Bible study Tuesday night. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's the extent of our announcement right now. Um, okay. you know, hey, if you, if you want to join the ministry or if you would like to serve, if you want to make us your home, that kind of thing. So it's not a lot. It's not a lot. And, it, and you're really just helping people feel welcome. Okay. Um. Are we, or did you want me to add any written housekeeping? Yes, we need to. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Things like picking up, uh, make sure you pick up your trash before you leave. Um, just be mindful that we're recording. If you can, as you walk out, you know, through the door, just give us a minute to adjust the camera so that, you know, or whatever we need to do so that you can pass through with little disruption. Um, yeah. Okay. Also, I had a little handout that was really late. And that handout was just, this is what you can expect when you're with the conservatory and want to make sure that all new visitors have this so that you won't be overwhelmed concerning, you know, some of the things you might see. You don't have to read that list. You can just tell them it's available. Got it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So it won't be like, um, we give honor to Superintendent Brown and and missionaries <laughs> such and such, and we the women's meeting. We're not doing that. These okay. are quick reminders. Quick reminders. And um, anything long, we'd probably start by um, telling them not to leave immediately after service. Um, we have an outing that we're planning and we want to get your feedback. You follow what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we need to, most of it is spontaneous. And like, yeah, the reason, one of the reasons why I asked you to help us with this was because you know how to, um, if like, I, I, look, I was all out of breath and you were like, you got something? So I was like, no. <laughs> so you you know just keep it going even if you yeah. want to give a scripture you know just kind of be the the host gotcha understood yes and so but i'm there um it won't be a problem you can't make a mistake you um doesn't have to be the same way every week you know it's just necessary welcome the visitors um, at some point, we do need to have a little visitor's gift that we're giving out, even if it's just a little $5 gift certificate or something well, for people to come. We do need to have something like that. We'll work that out later. Okay. We'll work all of that out later. We're not doing it right now because that's just extra. Man, we got to get done. It is 930. <laughs> um, this is good. Thank you all for your patience. This is just like the kinks. Um, we settled the PowerPoint situation. I have two of those clickers. Both got new batteries. We have a battery pack in there. We have the cables for both the, I think the, the for the projector and all that. Unclear start time. The start time is clear. It's just that Saturday was off. And okay. we, if, listen, I'm just going to tell you, if, if, if we're not there on time, it's going to be off. There's just no way around that. Um, the, I wanted to make sure everybody saw this. We can come in at nine, but that's another $85, which is another $400 added on to what we're already paying. So it'll be an additional $400 a month for that extra hour. Right. And so we have to stay late. I'm still going to have to pay another $85, right? So we have to be sure that we are on time. Um, Dr. K suggested, she said, um, she said, we need to make sure that people are there 10 minutes before 10. That way, if there's anything we need to unload, it's already out. 
And when we come in, we just need to immediately go and set up. But that, yeah, because they provide, and if you didn't know, behind the shower curtain in this bathroom is cleaning supplies. Mops, brooms, dustpans. There's cleaning stuff in there. And there's stuff under the cabinets, I think, too. But we're bringing our own stuff. I had, listen, I had hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes, disinfectant spray. All of that was in my trunk. So um, those are things that probably need to slide in one of those bins, which is what Nalda was talking about. So we don't, um, and that makes perfect sense. That's, that was an excellent suggestion. So um, that's it. So just know that if more time is needed, then what we're going to have to look at, if it's a problem this weekend, then what we're going to have to look at is figuring out how to change the time of the service because that's the only other option. The only other option is to start at noon instead of 11.30. But then if we start at noon, then service will have to be done. It has to be done at one, which leaves us no time for our discussion and really no time for prophetic ministry. So, but we have to figure it out. We might have to be running a little bit, but I know it can be done. And remember, it's okay if worship is a, some songs, if we have to, if that's easier um, sometimes when things are a little bit hectic. But we do need worship. We must have it. And um, yeah, so we'll have to work that part out. And I've got to call Kevin and say thank you and then just talk to him a little bit. I don't want to seem unappreciative. Um, to Minister Sam and her husband. Let's see. Sam, don't worry about that ever again. You won't have separate files. I only did that because Dr. K had her. It's hard. You all listen. It's kind of difficult with Dr. K and her presentations. So when she's teaching, I'm going to have to figure out another way. So you may have to have a separate file for her. But in my teachings and presentations, and when you guys are teaching on um, Saturdays, we're going to incorporate those slides there. So this Sunday, you'll have everything in one slide. Okay. And um, now, as far as getting it to you Friday, I can have it loaded on my laptop already for Sunday. I mean, for Saturday morning, I can do everything I can. I'm, because, listen, I'm, uh, I used to be working on stuff at midnight. But I'm going to try my best to have it to you by noon on this Friday. Okay. And, um, but even though, and I'm gonna have it on my laptop as well, I tend to upload it to, um, I'm gonna have to use PowerPoint because using the pointer doesn't really work with Canva. So I'm gonna go back to PowerPoint where we can navigate this through PowerPoint. So if you're gonna be teaching at the, the inside the theater, know that you can't use Canva to do your presentation. <laughs> you're going to need to do them in PowerPoint. I think you could save it as a PowerPoint file. You can, but it mm -hmm. changes all of your fonts if you don't have those fonts on your on your machine. So if you do that, go back through the PowerPoint and change all your fonts. But you're right, you can do that. Go ahead, whoever has their hand up, Jenna and Nalda, which who's ever first. 
Um, I just was just quickly asking, is there a Swiffer in that cleaning um, closet, like just in case one of the kids spills something so that it's not too obvious, you know, during the recording? There's a whole mop. Okay. I didn't see a Swiffer. Um, okay. Um, okay. um, so I'll have to, I'll have to double check. Okay. But all we have to do with that building is leave it as good as we found it. They're not expecting us to deep clean. Okay. And they have somebody coming in immediately after we, immediately after we leave. There's, I think there's like a two hour gap before the next event. But that doesn't mean we can use that time. Okay. You know, so um, yes. So, so the start time, the start time for us here in Atlanta, the start time for us in person, we want to be worshiping at 1045. We want to be hearing the keys. And we want to be hearing Nalda's voice somewhere along the line after that with the music. So and that's what I think the clarity of the time needs to be made. And I think that's what was being asked. But the preaching and teaching starts at 1130. So for the Atlanta group, the preaching and teaching starts at 1130. Doors open at 1045. It's okay if we're a little late, like worship can start at 11 at the latest, but we definitely need to be done by 1130. And we need to be going live at 1125, getting ready to do that. It's okay because around 1125, I'm going to be having a poet coming up um, or I'm going to be doing poetry or we're going to be doing some type of creative um, expression at that time. And so we want to make sure that that's clear because I think that's what that, that meant. But there's been, for the local service, we have to have the worship part. And the only reason why we're not inviting the... Um, Virtual people to be a part of that is because the people on the on the East Coast that that time frame is not doable for them. It's it's really early in the morning, so I don't feel comfortable having people get up like it's a work day to be online at um, ten forty five. So having them there at eleven thirty is about as much as we can do because they're there anyway. Um, so that's what that's about. So that's two different things going on. Also, we were still taking questions at 2 p.m. and people wanted to linger afterwards. Listen, if we if I'm done at, at if I'm done at 12:30, which is the goal, if we if we start at 11:30 and I minister until 12:30, we have 12:30 to one to do discussions. And most people are fine lingering for a half hour. You follow what I mean? And if there's not a lot of questions, they can linger for an hour as long as we understand that at 1.30, we got to start packing up. Now, worship can start. If we finish our discussion, the service is over and we start our discussion, there's nothing wrong with Kevin beginning to pack up his, um, well, We'll still be using the microphone. So at 1.30, when people are start visiting, we can start, you know, clearing things out and packing up. 
Um, we were still taking questions. The idea is to, yes, open for discussion at 1 to one thirty. Anything we don't do after we don't finish, we bring into the Bible study for maybe 15 minutes. Any outstanding questions? And just remember, screenshot those questions. Answer what you can. Answer what you can. And I don't mean random people answering. I mean, answer those who have been designated as leaders. Answer the question, not what you think but what we have taught in the conservatory that makes sense. You can always give your advice and your insight as long as it lines up with our theology. And that's why we have senior leaders because senior leaders are real easy at catching when theology is off. It doesn't mean high ranking. It doesn't mean ordained. It just means they have an understanding of what we teach in the conservatory that weeds out confusion. And they're good at keeping order. Um, we did not have the handout readily available. It was in my trunk. That will be left on site somewhere in a folder so that it's not coming back. It'll just stay there. No, I need an electronic version. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on. I can have that to you tomorrow okay. in the document. Electronic version. Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, all handouts. So I got to look at everything. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we answered that about Facebook Live. We don't need to address, address that again. When people stand, you're unable to see the speaker. Set up an additional camera. Yes, we have made, we, we have to make sure. Okay, look, if people, if we see people trying to, trying to charge their phones, we have to let them know that those outlets for the most part are reserved for um, our staff. Unless they're unless we're in the middle of the service and they're unused. We don't mind people charging their phone, but it can't interfere with the service. Um, sound continue to use the interface. Yeah, we already did that. I think we talked about that. Last minute request in service. Listen, when it's like Dr. K, um, that's probably the only time that we're gonna have last minute requests in service or myself. Anybody else know? Like, um, I like for example, I didn't know that Dominique was going to have um, um, Ida play. So if we didn't know that in advance. We don't do that again because that that that's a disruption. It wasn't a disruption. It worked out, but I don't want us to be inconvenienced and it throws off the schedule and nobody knows what's going on. Does that make sense? So any requests for anything special, especially that has to do with Kevin or Sam, that has to go through me. Or the answer is automatically no. If Dr. K is there and I'm gone out of town because uh, of something, um, I'm really thinking about how to handle out of town services I'm really thinking about that because I want you guys to travel with me. So we're going to have to figure out what that's going to look like. But I don't want to, because we just launched, it's kind of scary to just not show up one Sunday. Does that make sense? Yeah. And people are looking for us. But after we get through this, this season, these next six months, then those who are attending regularly will know 
that they need to be in tune to the Bible study group because we might not have a service on a particular weekend because we're traveling as a group and we're gonna do our group outings, period. That's what make us who we are. So we may not be able to uh, meet in person. So that's it. Last minute request and service. Again, that's for anybody. If there's a last minute request involving anything like playing music, having something in the background, if that hasn't been worked out a couple weeks in advance, it ain't happening because it's just too much of a disruption. They just have to go acapella or whatever. So we're just going to have to do that. Um, that's it, I think. Is there anything else, you guys, that we need to say? Okay, with that said, I just want to talk about the virtual side real, real quick, one more time. On the virtual side, I think you guys are okay in the sense that we still do what we normally do on Sundays. On our Well, we still do what we normally do, um, did on Sundays, except the only difference is we're streaming live. Um, so your roles are not just going to be, you have Darlene who's there and we're expecting minister Darlene to always be there before everybody just to have everything up and running. If you don't see her know that something has probably gone wrong. There's a technology issue, but all of you should have my Chiquita specifically and Darlene have my actual login information. And they can log in, any one of them at any time um, after 11. And if nobody's there and you're sitting in the waiting room, I'm hoping that all of you have each other's text or phone number so that you can go back and forth. Where is everybody? Nobody's here. I can't get in. For goodness sake, don't wait till 1129 and tell people we can't get in. So by logging in early, you're countering problems. And if there's a problem and we can't figure it out, then if it's 11.10, 11.15, you may need to call me or something like that. Not call me, but um, call minister, let, uh, let Apostle Pam know and just make the best decision you can. I love what Chiquita did this weekend. She was like, this ain't working. We going on Facebook. Thank you for that. So if you all get disconnected virtually, make sure the people know, don't get discouraged, don't give up. Let's wait five minutes and let's try to log in again or let's try to get back in. We're still working this out. Things are still um, a little sketchy. So just help us um, and be patient. So we're gonna continue that. Some people won't, make, won't, won't wait. Some people will leave us and not come back. That's okay. We just have to go with the flow and um, always record, I guess I would say still, if especially if you don't have to record the, um, if you're streaming, we want to record in Zoom. Um, Chiquita was able to save the audio for me. Um, somebody else was able to save the prayer from last night because I forgot to hit record. Let's always kind of be proactive for prayers that we're recording those. If you pray, I want them recorded because there may be times that you need to pray for people on the line and you may need to um, prophesy or encourage them. I'll say release a prophetic word of encouragement, not prophesy. 
per se, but um, prophetic encouragement. And that's pretty much it. Monitor the group, minister to the people. Um, I think because I've been gone quite a while, I'm going to have to do a lot of ministry. So everything's going to be toward healing the next couple of weeks. Then we're going to jump back into the prophetic. We're going to kind of align our hearts, deal with issues, recover. Um, just let God speak to us. You guys good with that? Minister Darlene did a great job communicating thanks for their patience. Everyone did a great job on Zoom waiting. Yes, and I want to say too, if it, if it's too big of a disaster and something goes really, really wrong, um, it's always good to maybe turn that 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 work day, uh, Minister Darlene, into a day of apology. <laughs> Letting everybody know, hey, are you okay? I know Saturday service was kind of rough. Um, here's a link if you missed the service. We'd love to see you back. Um, be patient with us as we um, transition our services to Saturday. Hopefully um, over the next six to eight weeks, we'll have this worked out. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And um, pray that we grow. Um, pray that the Lord sends skilled workers, people who are willing to use, um, lend us their time, not just their feedback. And um, Janice and Mashani, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And there's some other stuff I'm probably going to ask you guys to do after we get these kinks worked out. Because I need some teachers, some new teachers to come on board. <laughs> so we're going to be um, pulling y'all in. Listen, we've been talking. Minister Sam has already made some suggestions. So we want to see who we can bring in. Some of you I want to see, but I don't hear from you enough to be able to know what you're learning. So that's the only thing that's holding you up. So once we hear how you're digesting the conservatory and what you're learning, we'll be able to pull you in as, as a teacher. We want to start stretching you, um, getting you out of your comfort zones. And it's like, we got some people here that got word all in them and we need to get it out. We need to hear it. So um, before, probably before September, just be ready. I'm going to ask um, uh, Minister Sam to go ahead and look at the schedule. I know Mashani's challenge is her job. It's hard for her. But um, we have other days of the week <laughs> that we can look at things that she can probably do. So um, we'll be looking into that. We got to start using all the gifts. And I know Ms. Minister Darlene is like, ooh, I'm safe. No, ma'am. <laughs> no man <laughs> i was thinking i was nope 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 everybody here is jenna hasn't because of her work schedule but um everybody here needs to be teaching because from that i look at sunday folk and i already got my eyes on a couple people so just um, be prepared. I don't know what you're looking at, Nalda. You better put them eyes back on another chat. <laughs> Those eyes looking at you. 
Y'all got some word in here. Some of you I've heard you teach. I've heard all the teach. What you talking about? I've heard her teach. I know what's there. So we're going to be stretching. We're going to be learning and seeing what is there and what God is excavating for us. It's called just went in another direction. Rabba Shata. <laughs> Oh, man, this is the word of the Lord. <laughs> That's what she... Oh, man, Minister Sam said, I felt that in my shando. <laughs> well, my shando is shaking. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good because when we come together, when we all are here and we began to do um, the, the heart bending mentorship conferences and things like that, that's going to be open to a lot of us to have opportunities to share. That's not like the scribe school, totally different. So we have to, we have to kind of shift. Nalda <laughs> said Brutus. <laughs> oh man. God bless you guys. I'm about to find something cool to drink. Oh, here's my water right here. And um, any questions before we go? No, I'm laughing because <laughs> I've been on this talk to text all day. And when you start, you start saying rock. I said, somebody needs to put that in a text to talk. See what that look like on the document. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit. That would be funny. Put that on a Google talk to text. <laughs> oh my, yes, yes. Because listen, even when, we, even though this Sunday, we're not going to be talking about the prophetic. When we minister, you can always pull people up to pray for folks or activate the gift in that way and see where people are at. And, um, I, you know, I learned how to prophesy by being told to do it. Um, Apostle John, no, they would say, uh, Teresa, get up here. I'm like, what? What's the word of the Lord? I'm like, what? What's the word of the Lord? And I just, they didn't move. I had to stand there until I got unscared and heard the Lord. Yep. That look. I noticed how, didn't Apostle China teach like that too? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, yep yes, yep. ma'am. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And some of y'all, and I, I just saw Ruben write the word Jesus. Listen, you one of them. <laughs> That has strong word. We done heard that. It's just too late now. You can't hide no more. <laughs> and all of us can um, prophesy. All of us can prophesy. It's not limited to just the office of the prophet. And we just have to deal with um, delivery. That's probably something that, you know, not openly, not a, I was rebuked openly, but I can take it. My spirit is built for that. But I would never do that to other people. I can kind of discern who can take that and who can't. Um, Apostle Pam, were you one that were thrown out there too? Is that how you learned? Thrown to the wolves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same here with me. You just said, look, the, the room full of people. Get up. Who, who you have a word for? I don't have a word. Yes, you do. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I agree. Minister Veruva starts preaching. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It really is. Well, then all you have to do is see Mashani little hand go up virtually. You already know. You already know, man. I tell you the truth. I call her the eloquent prophet. <laughs> Yeah, she be giving them words, man, with much grace. And that and that and that voice of hers. <laughs> the golden scribe. Yes, ma'am. Yep, yep. So so Janice in my boxing corner. Right along with um Prophet probably LA and her. It's like Chiquita and Mashani got something with them words, man. You have to watch out because when you go home, you realize you've been cussed out. <laughs> but it came across so kind and so sweet, and you got a weapon <laughs> in a good way. In a good way, it's beautiful. You guys are so eloquent with your speech. You really, really are. So I thank you for that. Y'all got me started. <laughs> what is happening? Y'all being put on notice. <laughs> so man, this is good. But God bless you all. Father, we thank you for this meeting. Father, just we're relaxed. We will work it out one step at a time, one moment at a time. Um, we will do the best that we can with what we've been given that that we can't do, Lord, there's grace for that. And we just ask that you guide us on the virtual side. Lord, give us the wisdom on what needs to be done. And Father, I thank you for the patience of Kevin, the patience of Sam, Lord God. I thank you for their willingness to help and their willingness to serve. We really need them. And Lord, let them know that they are appreciated. We need every single person that's helping and Father, probably, I know people don't often see this, but the most important part of ministry is the hospitality area. And Father, I thank you for the gift and the joy and the peace that Felicia is. Lord, I thank you for her demeanor, her kindness, her patience, and how she is in walking out this area, her and Veruva, Lord God. And we thank you. I thank you for Jenna and her bubbly personality, Lord. I thank you for Nalda and her boldness. I thank you for all of us doing things that we're not comfortable with, but doing them because we know that's what you would have us do. And Father, I thank you that any of us could, could do whatever we need in any area. And Father, I thank you for the children. And I thank you for the children even leading themselves, Lord God, and um, just in themselves, correcting themselves and aligning themselves. And Father, I thank you that the children know that we are glad they are with us and that they are welcome and that they are safe with us. And Father, I pray that we will do whatever is necessary to make the space good for them, not just for us. And Lord, I appreciate you. And it, it's a blessing to have these children, Lord God. And I was so blessed. Oh my God, Madison and uh -huh. 
Oh my, she just came up to me. Madison doesn't do that, but she came to me. And then Mariah gave me a hug. She always does that. And then Caden was there, God. And then Eli came and it was, it just blessed me. But Father, I thank you that um, they are protected always. They are a priority always with us. And Lord, no matter what they do, how loud they get, even if they tear the place down, we love them. <laughs> In Jesus' name, we love them. It is well, God. It is well. And you're going to work this out for us. Going to work it out. These children will learn how to enjoy um, a group. They will learn how to abide their time, Lord, even in 10-minute increments. Lord, it's going to work. The best is for us. I thank you for Apostle Pam. Oh, my God, Father, for putting all the things together and helping things run like a well-oiled machine and just walking with us in this hour. The wisdom she brings, the knowledge, the humility on top of all of that, the extensive experience. I thank you for Veruva and anyone that I didn't mention, Lord, uh, Janice Mashani. I just thank you for them and for the grace. And Father, I pray that they form deeper friendships. I know them, Lord, and these are good people, God-loving people. There's not an evil, deceptive person here. We've been blessed in the conservatory. Keep us Strengthen us, keep them on their jobs, Lord God, safe. Lord, we speak to their health. Bless them in every area of their lives, Lord Jesus. Let them make only the sacrifices you require. Nothing that it will drain or take away from them. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night, everybody. Thank you for your time. And I'll see you Saturday, unless we have to talk in between. Good night. Thank you, Jenna. Good night, everyone. Good night. 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 <laughs>